Chat on This are a series of conversations designed to be thought-provoking, informative, and offer an empowering approach towards well-being for your family. Brought to you by Advanced Health Chiropractic. Well, welcome to this episode of Chat on This. We are absolutely privileged because today I have with me Dr. Wayne Todd. Now, for most of you who may not know him, let me give you a little bit of an insight into the extraordinary work that this gentleman has done. Dr. Wayne Todd graduated from RMIT University, that's in Melbourne, in 1988 with a prize for clinical excellence in his final year. Since then, he's completed numerous postgraduate courses, including the two-year Carrick Functional Neurology Program and has mentored clinical placement students for more than 30 years. In 2004, he became a diplomat of the American American Chiropractic Neurology Board. Dr. Wayne Todd is currently the clinical director of 21 practices, having amassed more than 30 years of a busy clinical practice. Over this time, he's observed a disturbing trend. Demanding or stressful lifestyles can activate the survival mechanisms in the brain and keep it activated for extended periods of time. He's discovered similarities with the symptoms of people who stay in that wound up zone and has developed a highly effective protocol to reduce these symptoms. Boy, don't we need that. Dr. Wayne works on the physical, chemical, and emotional sides of the health triangle, enlisting techniques that target specific areas of stressful wind-up in order to calm the whole system down and return it to a state of rest and repair. This is called the Sympathetic Dominance Protocol and is the topic of his best-selling book, The SD Protocol. The SD protocol simplifies the complex interactions between the survival mechanisms of the brain and the physiological, chemical, and emotional well-being of the patient. It presents linkages between seemingly random symptoms, giving simple tools to recovery. Dr. Wayne has lectured on the SD protocol for various groups, including professionals and laypeople, and also Fortune 500 companies around the world. And I really do feel honoured to have this wonderful chat with you today, Wayne, because this month on our episode, we've been exploring how the vagus nerve is implicated in our overall well-being and how stress negatively affects this. It seems that you are a complete expert in this domain. Please do tell us, what do you mean by sympathetic dominance? Hey, Katie, how are you going? Firstly, the area of our nervous system that controls everything that happens in our body that happens automatically that we never have to think about. These things just happen. Sweating, heart rate. We don't think about having to turn our heart rate up or turn it down, turning our sweating on or off. Those things just happen. Our digestive system, our reproductive system, releasing an egg from the ovaries. All those things just happen automatically and they're all controlled by our, what's called our autonomic nervous system. And I like to call it our automatic nervous system, the things that just happen automatically. And there's two divisions of that automatic nervous system. One is called the sympathetic nervous system and one is the parasympathetic nervous system. So for that automatic nervous system, you've got one component, the sympathetic, which switch the fight and flight mechanism on. All the things that activate when we're under stress. Stress fires up the sympathetic nervous system and when that is switched on, it shuts down the parasympathetic nervous system. So you can't have both aspects of that automatic nervous system working simultaneously. It's one or the other. So if you're under stress, 
the parasympathetic shutdown. And the vagus nerve is a huge channel, huge superhighway nerve that conducts that parasympathetic information to our glands and our organs and our digestive system, our reproductive system. So that vagus nerve controls all those things that happen automatically with the parasympathetic nervous system. But it's switched off when we're under stress. So someone who's in sympathetic dominance, they're in that constant fight or flight mechanism. And when that's switched on, it's going to keep our body safe and keep it protected, as if we're being chased by a German shepherd down a little laneway or we're out in the jungle being chased by a lion. Our sympathetic nervous system is switched on, our fight and flight mechanism. So our heart rate goes up, our sweat response goes up, our big muscle groups switch on, getting ready to fight and run. But when all that's happening, it switches off the parasympathetic nervous system, which is our ability to rest and sleep. Do you think if we're being stalked by a lion in the jungle, as evening approaches, we're going to sleep well? No. So sleep is shut off. Do you think we're going to digest food well? No. Our digestive system is shut down when we're being stalked by a lion. Our reproduct Do you think we're thinking about releasing an egg to fall pregnant? Forget it. No. So that is switched off. So all of those good things that happen in our body, rest, digestion, reproduction and repair, are shut down when we're in fight or flight. And that's okay when we're in a short state of fight or flight. But when that fight or flight mechanism is switched on long term, that's when we call that sympathetic dominance. It's dominant, so it's shutting down all those good systems. And then we end up with a whole host of chronic health conditions associated with that chronic shutdown of our parasympathetic nervous system. Absolutely. So that's led us beautifully into that next question, which you've touched on already. How would someone know that they're in that sympathetic dominance? You've touched on digestion. What are the types of digestive symptoms or the types of other symptoms that we would see in our patients on a day-to-day -day basis that we're in this sympathetic dominant state? There's a simple list of things that we would commonly see with someone who is in sympathetic dominance. So have a listen to these. I'm going to read out a list of symptoms or a list of indicators. The more of these things that you would tick yes to, the more likely you might be in a state of sympathetic dominance. So shoulder and neck muscle tightness because we're getting ready to fight and ready to run. Sensitivity to light, sensitivity to sound, light sleep, vivid dreams, digestive upsets like bloating, constipation, diarrhoea, high blood pressure, increased blood clotting factors. So we've got increased risk of deep vein thrombosis and stroke because our blood has to be thicker because if we get bitten by a lion, we don't want to bleed out. Tiredness, feeling cold, difficulty losing weight, salt or sugar cravings, hormonal imbalance, including estrogen dominance, gallbladder problems, uterine fibroids, infertility, headaches, hair loss, thyroid imbalance, polycystic ovarian syndrome, water retention, anxiety or depression. So the more of those things that you tick, it's quite possible you may be in a state of sympathetic dominance that's creating those symptomatic appearances or outbursts. You know, it's alarming because as chiropractors, we are dealing with these types of, or people are coming in with these types of complaints or mentioning them to us more and more frequently. It would be unusual in a day in practice where someone wasn't explaining that they were suffering with certain things like you've just explained, that list, which does suggest that, you know, this is, you know, it's rife in our communities. And what I wondered is whether you could give us and our listeners, what are the simple things, Wayne, that people can do for their own self-care to help alleviate this state of sympathetic dominance? Okay. 
Katie, now, listeners, just bear with me because there are, there's no one-size-fits-all and we need to address every individual on their own merit. But essentially, it's working at reducing physical, chemical and emotional stress. So we look at all three sides of that stress triangle and you can have one individual who might be working really well on that chemical side of the triangle, really well on the physical side of the triangle, and they're getting improvement. And then, then you know, in a, in a history, in a consult, I find out that they were molested as a child or they witnessed the, you know, the, the, the death of a parent or, they, you know, something significant or they're in a shitful marriage or they're in a job they hate, or they're getting bullied at school, or there's something monumental on that emotional side of the triangle. Until that's cleaned up, you can work on the chemical and the gut and the physical and the posture as much as you like, and that stress is going to be there on a, on a constant daily basis. So it's really reflecting and looking at your overall situation and working out where the priorities of stress are and working on reducing those. And ultimately looking at all three sides of the triangle. And we have a number of strategies to look at, particularly with that chemical side of the triangle. It's getting your gut health sorted. When someone's under stress and with a chronically shut down digestive system, they'll develop a leaky gut membrane. With that leaky gut membrane, the partially digested foods and toxins and waste products will leak into the bloodstream. The body has an immune response and those inflammatory markers can race around the body and attack other tissues. So you might get inflamed skin, eczema, psoriasis, inflamed joints, arthritis, lungs, asthma. So there's over 100 different autoimmune disorders, which is basically inflammation of different tissues in the body, but that largely stems from a leaky gut membrane associated with chronic stress in that system and a suppressed digestive system. So working on the digestive system is vital. Working on the physical side of that triangle, what causes physical stress classically when you see someone who's in a state of stress, they'll be in that classic fight and flight posture. So their head will be forward ready to run, their shoulders will be rounded forward ready to fight. So they've got chronic neck and shoulder muscle tightness in that constant wound up state. So for those individuals, it's going to be really important to work on posture, getting specific adjustments when you're with your chiropractor to reduce that physical wind up, to open up the rib cage, lying on a half foam roller, a posture pole. If you haven't got one of those, roll some beach towels up into a long roll, line it with your head on it and your bum on it, on your back, palms up, knees bent, feet flat, lie there for 15 minutes twice a day. While you're there, whack some meditation in. Put in some Smiling Mind as a fantastic app that's got over 300 meditations on there. It's free. So, you know, put some meditation lying on the posture pole. That'll help to change that fight and flight wind up. When you go to the gym, avoid doing pec decks, bench presses, push-ups. Focus on your extensor muscles in that upper body. Try and get you out of that wound up, pull forward posture. So, We've got to look at all three sides of the triangle to reduce that stress where at all possible. There's a couple of nutrients that will help support the adrenals and help support their muscular system. Taking magnesium is really important. There's a herb called withania, which will help support the adrenal glands. So there's, there's a number of different strategies that can be put into place. And certainly, if the listeners want to jump onto my website, there's a whole host of free resources on there that they can download, they can listen to more clips on various topics, but there's some strategies there that they can put into place quite simply at home as well to help reduce stress. So Wayne, what do you think has been the impact of the COVID pandemic on the health and well-being of all the human race? Yeah, it's significant, Katie. I just, um, 
it's mind-boggling at times. There's not anyone that it really hasn't impacted, be that a newborn who's not seeing the faces of people and not being stimulated and their brain's not developing and be that to an older person who's locked in a nursing home by themselves, not seeing family, having their 100th birthday by themselves. How sad, how sad. People losing businesses, marriages breaking up. It is significant, it's ongoing, and the uncertainty of it is unprecedented. We're in World War III. Um, basically, you know, I, I don't see it as... An, it's just a different guise. I'm not quite sure. I think we all know who the enemy is, but um, we won't go there. But it's a matter of just trying to navigate the process as best we can. Sorry to interrupt you. I, I just can't help think that, you know, the importance of the work you're doing with your sympathetic dominance protocol and the importance of you know, really helping people regain their health because the stress is not going to go away and it doesn't seem to be going away anytime soon. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, what, control what we can control. So if we can have some control on at least our own bodies and reduce stress from a physical, chemical and emotional perspective, just putting in one step one day, another step the next day, another step the next day, Pretty soon, those little incremental changes will make a big difference, big difference. With this work, I've seen people who, you know, jump in boots and all and, you know, really make some significant changes to their physical, chemical and emotional stress levels. And sometimes within a month, I'll walk into a room and I'll go, hey, I don't think we've met before and go to shake that person's hand. And I'll go, no, you've been seeing me a couple of times a week for the last month. Such a transformation. And I'll go... Oh, at the first time that happened, I thought I was developing Alzheimer's. I thought I was losing my mind. And they go, don't worry, it's okay. I don't recognise me in the mirror anymore. And my friends walk past me in the street and don't recognise me. That's phenomenal. And I was thinking, you know, when people are under stress, and, you know, I include myself, I'm, I'm a human like everybody else, the temptation is, you know, that we get through... Uh, perhaps we make some choices that aren't as congruent with our health and well-being long-term. But rather than berating yourself, it's about, like you're saying, one step at a time, putting in, in step some really good protocols such as this. Now, um, for our listeners, you've mentioned they can go along to your website and there are some wonderful resources there. Is this, your book, The SD Protocol, is a book for the general public, I understand. And where can people purchase this? Is it Amazon is where they should yeah, go? If you want a physical hard copy off my website, which is sdprotocol.com.au or just .com, either one will work. And you can offer you one, an electronic copy than any electronic medium, Amazon, iBooks, any of those, you'll find it on there. On the website, there is a whole host of free resources. At the bottom of the first page on the website, there's, click on that to get a free video book in a week. So you can listen to that. If you sped listen to it, it'd be like downloading a Netflix series and it would take about three hours to go through. But it's listening to me talking about each chapter, basically, in the book. So that's free. So... There's yeah free first chapter. There's a whole host of other Fantastic. free ebooks on there and the resources. There's lots of video clips on various topics, on endometriosis, on anxiety and depression, on digestive upset. So a lot of common things on thyroid dysfunction. So we've got you know half our clips that people can listen to specifically about those things and then what they can do about it to make some change. So yeah, certainly there's a whole host of resources on there. That's wonderful, and there's nothing more empowering knowing that we all have control of our own health and it's about harnessing that and remembering that you can make a massive change you don't have to wait for other people to do that for well, you that's that's correct the thing that gives me greatest joy is when I see people get that aha moment 
It's like, I can control this. I don't have to wait for that next scan, that next prescription, that next... I can actually turn this around if I get to the grassroots cause of my underactive thyroid, if my of my, you know, heavy periods and clotting and I'm due for a hysterectomy. No, you can turn that around generally. There's always in individual cases that their own merit need to be assessed. But once people get the realisation of what's driving all of these chronic health conditions, they can go, uh-huh, I can turn this around. And they can. It's amazing. That's so exciting. And, you know, I can't thank you enough. All of that, you know, immense experience you've had, but the incredible study you've, you've carried out over the years and what you've produced and what you've created is just incredibly helpful to all of humanity and we really thank you for your hard work and I'm looking at um, I'm looking at you Wayne through your zoom I can see that sunshine in the background you're in Queensland at the moment I believe absolutely I've taken a three-month-long service leave just uh, I zipped up here got in through a a, a small window of opportunity and seized the day how wonderful will you enjoy that vitamin d and thank you so much for for sharing with us please do go and visit the sympathetic dominance protocol website or the sd protocol website there are wonderful resources that wayne's offered up for you and chat to your chiropractor about how we can help you also absolutely thanks wayne thanks katie